You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPEA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 49 of FPEA Connects. I'm Suzanne, and I'm certainly glad you took some time to listen with us today. I've got a few thoughts to share today that I feel certain will lend a note of encouragement to most moms that I know who are on this homeschooling journey, just like me. You know, as I am preparing for this podcast today, it seems that I'm just totally swamped by busy. Do you ever feel that way? Honestly, like you have so much to accomplish in a day that you might forget to breathe if it wasn't something you had to remember to actually do. Sometimes I have to stop for a minute and gather my priorities, you know, regroup because days can get busy and hectic with all that we do. We are fully engaged, whether we are at home studying in a class with friends at play practices, church functions, volunteering. It seems a full schedule awaits us most days. I admit my homeschool life keeps me going. And even in the busy and hectic times, I still absolutely love it. The decision to homeschool has been probably one of the most rewarding decisions I've ever made. The experience has been worth any of the sacrifice, the busyness, and the sometimes challenging moments. I am passionate about homeschooling, even when I don't feel passion in every moment. And that is because even in those crazy, overwhelming days, I am still confident in knowing that we made the right decision all of those years ago. Speaking of all those years ago, let's talk about making that decision to take the plunge and homeschool. I'm sure many of you will be listening in that will be able to relate to my experience. Some of you are just starting to homeschool. Some of you are just starting to think about homeschooling. And a few of you may still be in the midst of that first vulnerable year, just trying to maneuver this new terrain. Yep, I have been there. I can feel your joy (laughs) and your pain. So let me share with you why I believe with all of my heart that you've got this. You really can homeschool. When I first started thinking about homeschooling, there just didn't seem to be much to sway me in that direction. I'd only been slightly exposed to anyone who homeschooled at all. Both families, yes, two families, who I first knew that homeschooled, Mm, let's just say they fit the most extreme fringes of homeschool stereotypes that I'd ever heard talked about. No matter how 
mm, interesting. They're very eclectic lifestyles were. I just couldn't see myself ever doing what they were doing. Not to mention the fact that I was just graduating from college with a degree in history education. Homeschooling wasn't even on the radar for me. Not really. And the traditional model was where I was headed. Teaching other people's children in a public or possibly private classroom. Several years later, when I was actually tiring of the issues that were rampant in the school system, as I was experiencing it myself, I started considering homeschooling again and still only found a small group of families who I knew that were homeschooling. Everyone at that time seemed to have children younger than mine, and even if they were confident about what they were doing, they didn't seem to have as many answers for me as I had questions. When there was an answer, it seemed to be spoken almost in a language I didn't quite grasp yet. For me, a teacher, a mentor to other teachers, a curriculum writer, oh, it felt very strange to feel so lost. It seems funny now to think of that season. No Google answer every question, no websites, no, none of those things that are easily accessible today. So from there, I ended up at an FPA homeschool convention. There, I began to feel a little bit more confident that homeschooling was actually um, doable. I have to admit, I was excited at all of the curriculum choices, all of the speakers who seemed so experienced, encouraging, and they really could answer some of my questions for me, for my kids. I thought, I can do this. I really can do this. So I went home and tried it. I started homeschooling. Well, sort of. I actually started bringing school home. By Christmas, I was exasperated, and so were my kids. So after Christmas, we went back to school. I'll admit, I felt like a bit of a failure. There were a lot of quote-unquote reasons that I couldn't go back to homeschooling. But fear of failure kept me tangled up for another year or so. I had decided I couldn't do it. And I tried. If I tried again and I failed my kids, what was going to happen? And then I found what seemed to be the right way to manage homeschooling. My kids were about to venture into their high school years as part-time students, attending some classes and electives on campus and doing the rest online with the state virtual school program. In hindsight now, I'd make some very different decisions if I knew then what I know now. But that was the first leg of my homeschool journey. The rough, scary, rugged terrain of those first years. We didn't end that season of high school with what I would call flying homeschool colors. But I certainly learned some valuable lessons to carry into the next leg of my homeschool journey. Most importantly, I had realized that no one, and I do mean no one, would ever care about my children's education like I did. And that fact, in and of itself, would make me the best teacher for my kids. <clears throat> Although I still had so much to learn, I could look in the mirror at that point and say with confidence, you've got this. You can do this. The same is true for you. You can do this. You can homeschool your child because no one knows them like you do. And no one cares about their success as much as you do. 
That makes you the perfect teacher for them. So, with all this newfound confidence, I was anxious to start homeschooling my son, the first child that I would be able to homeschool from the beginning. I thought it would all be wonderful. Everyone tried to encourage me by reminding me that I was a professional teacher and he was only five after all. This would be a breeze. <laughs> I agreed at first. I was ready to dive in. Then that tidal wave of fear came crashing in. It would be totally up to me to make sure he could read and write. Wait, when I was teaching at school, my students could already do these things. With my older kids, I had help with that. Professional kindergarten teachers who knew how to get that job done. It was up to them, not me. And admittedly, they'd been pretty good at that job. What if I got that messed up? What if he couldn't read? What if he couldn't write? So before we started that year, I had taken to the FPA convention once again, and it was there that I connected with some of the most encouraging speakers I'd heard. I had a newfound confidence that this would be an amazing journey and that we would absolutely face challenges along the way, but we would get through it, and it was definitely the right place for our family to be. It was like starting all over. Well, it was starting all over because I had a completely new perspective. I knew we would encounter obstacles, but I knew we would find success. So once again, I could look in the mirror and say with confidence, Suzanne, you've got this. That first year with my son did bring some amazing learning experiences, mostly for me. As a matter of fact, there are a lot of days that I wonder who's learning more, me or my kids. You may be wondering how I reined in that fear of failure and the feelings of inadequacy that I had about teaching my own children. It didn't just happen. There were some soul-searching moments and some heart-wrenching questions. Questions that you should answer for yourself. My answers to these questions, hmm, they sat in the back of my head. And if there were ever moments where I felt frustrated, are overwhelmed by what a day brought, I'd go back and remind myself of these truths that I'd identified. The first question I had to come to grips with was my why. Why am I homeschooling my children? Well, for us, there's more than one significant answer to that question. You may find that this is true for you also. I've written the answer to this question in journals, on mirrors in my house, We've talked about it, explained it to our kids. When you know your why, it is so much easier to take a deep breath and push through the challenges you'll encounter. The other important question to answer is this. How do you measure success in your homeschool? Knowing your why will help you to answer this question best. How you measure success will be unique to every family and may even be unique to every child. You need to make sure that that your why and your measure of success drive your approach to homeschooling. If you're just getting started, still on training wheels, or if you've found yourself bogged down, wondering if homeschooling is going to work for you, I encourage you to take a break and really ponder these questions. Find your answers, write them down, share them with your kids, share them with your skeptical family members. And when you encounter those challenges that will come your way, Remind yourself why you chose to embark on this journey. 
and see the successes that are happening in your home. It will give you a whole new perspective. So for those of you who are listening now and thinking, can I do this? Should I do this? I want to tell you, you've got this. You can do this. You are the best teacher for your child. Homeschooling is a precious opportunity to learn and grow for you and your children. Now, I struggled in my early years to find the right place to connect and find good resources. The FPA convention was and still is the ultimate resource for me. The weekend is a reboot for my entire family. We leave with a refreshed perspective on our upcoming school year. We find great supplies, books, curriculum. We hear speakers that we all love. And we have so much fun spending time with our friends who are attending the convention as well. And all year long, FPA is committed to being here to help you and your family along your way. We have publications like Starting Point, the Guide to Homeschooling in Florida, and the Connect Quarterly Magazine to provide invaluable resources, helps, and encouragement to you throughout the year. We also offer other smaller conferences that will provide opportunities for you to focus on areas of special interest to you and your family. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram to keep up with everything that we planned for you and your family. And remember, FPA is your source for all of your Florida homeschooling needs. But most of all, remember, you've got this. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.